0: You're listening to Grace for Single Parenting. I'm Jen Smith, and each week we'll discuss a topic that encourages single parents to live their best life in their current season with God's grace and love. This week we're going to talk about struggling with yelling at our kids. Although all parents struggle with yelling at their children, I feel like single parents face a unique problem. When you're a single parent, you don't have another parent to step in and tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, calm down, let me take over. You don't have another adult present to notice the other child that's not involved. Maybe that child's scared and needs to be comforted and taken away from the confrontation. Especially if you have a strong-willed child, sometimes you can't see past what your emotions are at the moment, And understand what the real reason is why they are so upset. I know personally the yelling at my house had reached an almost daily occurrence. Screaming at my child seemed to be the only way I knew how to communicate with my child. I had a feisty kid who was not backing down. My son and I had found ourselves in a power struggle that for years I tried to solve with yelling and I simply did not know any different. I often didn't even realize we were in a power struggle until it was too late. And later, after we had both calmed down, I would understand what the underlying issue of all the tension and yelling really was. Of course, I'd vow to do better next time. But often guilt alone is not enough to change a pattern such as yelling or screaming. At the time, all I could see was that he was being defiant towards me. But now, looking back, and now that I have finally broken that pattern, I can see that really, he was refining me in ways that I needed polishing. So if you find yourself yelling at your children more often than you would like, or honestly at all, then I encourage you to take time to find ways to change your behavior, regardless of how young or old your children are. Because according to Psychology Today, children who've been raised in a household of yelling have an increased chance of developing behavioral issues. So what that means for us is whether our child is 4 or 14, we can make a difference in their lives growing up if we can stop the yelling as regardless of their age. So through my journey of trying to learn to live scream free with my kids, I've gone through multiple different ways, and you know, some ways work for some people and some ways work for others, so I've got 11 little tricks for you to see if maybe some of these might work for you. The first is simply spending more time with your kids, and I realize this may be the very last thing you want to do if you're yelling all the time. But often, if your child is rebelling or being disrespectful to you, this can be an unknown cry from your child that they actually want more of your attention. I was pretty sure my kid did not want any more of my time because he acted like he wanted absolutely nothing to do with me. So I followed suit, and as a result, we fought all the time. However, I would say that the most significant decline in the yelling in my house is due to me just trying to spend, even if it's just 10 minutes, alone with him each day. And when we're in the middle of arguing or if there's screaming or slamming of doors going on, that's not when I try to spend the time with him. I I simply walk away at that time, but I do try to find intentional time with him Later on, when things have calmed down. Secondly, I encourage you to read or listen as much as possible on the subject. And there's a lot of books out there about parenting, scream free, or stop yelling at your kids. And the more content you soak in on the behavior you want to imitate, the more likely you are to do so. Keeping your mind engaged on ideas and scenarios brings about change more quickly and permanently. Use an app. So there's a book I really enjoyed called Yell Less, Love More, How the Orange Rhino Mom Stopped Yelling at Her Kids. And this book helped me immensely on my road to stop yelling at my kids. So the basic premise of this book is they have the color orange and every time you see the color orange it's a reminder to you to stop yelling and a reminder to your children as well so your kids kind of jump in on this bandwagon and help you there's a free app as well that tracks how many days you went without yelling so you can go to the App Store and search for Orange Rhino Challenge and it allows you to set goals and journal your yelling trigger points as well within the app So my kids, for instance, would ask me how many days I'd gone without yelling or would tell me when I needed to reset the timer to zero if I shouted. Especially as a single parent, I quickly realized that I needed accountability even if it came from my kids. Because I don't have another parent next to me that's watching my every move and is realizing and telling me when I'm yelling. Another thing to do is just to review your day, and you can do this on the app if you get that Orange Rhino app because at the end of each day, you can review how you reacted to your kids. So whether you do that on the app or you journal on paper, you can place put on there anything that set you off and why. And when you identify your trigger points, whether that be you're hungry, late for work, you're multitasking, and your child interrupted you, you're more easily able to locate a solution, so the next time you can handle the situation differently. So going through this exercise without being too hard on yourself is a good reminder for yourself that tomorrow's a new day. Enlisting help. As a single parent, we can't shut our bedroom door and come back out when we've calmed down sometimes. As much as you would love to do that depending on the age of your child, sometimes that's just not an option. And having another adult in the house helps to break out the dynamic. For example, my children and I wouldn't dare yell to each other or say those same things if there is someone else in the house. So knowing this, when I felt a situation escalate beyond control, I would sometimes call a parent or a trusted neighbor over, and I wouldn't necessarily ask them to do anything aside from just like be there, hang out. Maybe I'd make up an excuse for them to come by. And... Knowing that they were there in the house, I knew that I was going to keep my temper down. My child was not going to say the things to me that he might normally be tempted to say to me if no one else was in the house. And by the time they left, even if it was just five minutes, then that was enough time a a lot for our emotions to, to go back down. Next, determine what to let go. So we say let it go a lot, but rarely do we mean it. And once I considered if the situation was worth a possible altercation or not, I was able to let a lot of things go. I can't tell you how many times I would start a sentence and then stop it. And I still do when I realize I don't really care. Because honestly, we're going to be late to a lot of places. The kids aren't going to bathe daily. They're not going to eat everything, sometimes anything I prepare for dinner. And it's just not worth a two-hour screen fest. Many years later, my kids still have nights where they don't fall asleep, one might end up in my bed, and I've had to relearn my reactions to their behavior. If I make a huge deal about my kids falling asleep perfectly in their own beds at a particular time each night, then it's just going to add stress for all of us. I mean, I even used to yell at my kids to go to sleep. And looking back, I have no idea how I thought yelling to go to sleep would work. I mean, we all have times when we can't fall asleep. So how did I think that would work for a child? I mean, all logic goes out the window when you're working off your emotions. And when I get upset, then my child cries and then it takes forever for them to fall asleep. And if we can just handle things more calmly, then they can fall asleep so much faster. And the same goes for pretty much any other behavior you're trying to change. Figure out patterns. One of the most stressful times for everyone is when you come home from work and the children come home from school or daycare. So these are times when everyone just needs a few minutes to decompress and nothing should be expected out of anyone. We are expected and they are expected to be on best behavior all day at school, just like we are at work. We all need some space when we come home. We all need some time to relax and not pretty much nothing expected out of us, even if it's just 10 minutes. Another stressful time for everyone is before bedtime or before school or work. Either time is a signal to your child that they're about to be separated from you. And seeing this from their point of view allows you to go through the emotions with more compassion, and preparing a comfortable routine for them and to slow down. Even if you think, oh, my child's fine, they they go to school with no issues, they don't mind being separated from me, sometimes that's just an act. And no matter what their age, this is still something to consider when anybody is being separated or there's any change happening. Fresh air. As a single parent of young children, I wasn't even able to take five minutes to myself to calm down. If I went to my bedroom to calm down, my kids would follow me, yelling at me. If I went outside, they would follow me, sometimes even to the bathroom. But what I found is if I did go outside, often the yelling and crying would stop. Sometimes just the change of scenery and nature of the outdoors would help. Remind yourself that it's your child's job to act like a kid right now. So if your child's making annoying sounds, testing their boundaries with you, being lazy, playing when you think they should be doing chores, remind yourself that this is their job as a kid. Um, All of this I, I learned and it goes into greater detail in the book, Boundaries with Kids, When to Say Yes and How to Say No. And I really recommend this book. It really helps put a lot of things into perspective when you realize, okay, my kid has a job and I have a job. And when to tell them no and when or to say yes really helps put things into perspective. And remember to pray. God wants to help us not yell at our children. He desires for you to live in harmony with your children and to build them up. He gave you these children for a reason. So bring this to God. Take responsibility for your own emotions. Another great book on this same subject is Scream-Free Parenting, the revolutionary approach to raising your kids and keeping your cool. And in this book, it explains the most significant factor in yelling at our kids is our own emotional reactivity. In one of the most memorable sections of the book, the author explained that when we're yelling at our children, we're basically saying to them, I can't handle this situation, so I'm yelling at you, and you need to calm me down right now. So when challenging behavior arises, check your reaction first. Some days, my gut response is to yell, I still mess up, but each time I do, I either recognize it instantly and I ask my child to forgive me, or I ask myself later, how could I have reacted differently? At times, I still find myself falling back into the trap of yelling instead of taking the time to work through the hard stuff. When extreme stress hits me, I know I'm especially vulnerable. Making a concentrating effort to change is the first step. And giving yourself grace is always the second. And if you're anything like me, you might start to make great progress and do really well for like a year and then find that if you're not consistently working on this, you're going to slip back into old behavior. And at that time I would just suggest that you go back through these different techniques and maybe try something different that you didn't try before. Or if it did work for you before, go ahead and go back and try it again because if you were conditioned to yell, maybe you were yelled at as a child or it's just your default reaction, it can be really difficult to to change that long term, but definitely not impossible. I hope you'll head over to sunflowermom.com and click on resource library at the top to get free access to all of the printables and resources discussed on these podcasts and more. Thanks for listening. And if you could take just five seconds and leave me a review, I'd so appreciate it.